Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the Henri Leclerc. It's Thierry Henry. He scored. He scored for Arsenal in the Bernabeu. Hello and welcome to the first inaugural episode of the Football Drop Podcast. Uh, my name is Ben Sewell. I'll be one of your uh, two co-hosts. So alongside me is obviously my fellow co-host, Will Salisbury. Say hello, mate. Hello, mate. How you doing? Yeah, I'm very good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Thank you, mate. All good. good. Feeling nervous still? No, uh, no, we're good. It's buzzing for this. Excellent. Let's get it done. Happy what days. What's going on, mate? What's, what's the layout? Tell us. Right, well, I mean, I've got my Pepsi Max, so I'm ready to rock and roll. Have you got yours at the hand? My Pepsi Max in hand for right now. Good man, good man. Um, So I suppose... Let's start off with what we're going to be covering. Generally, it's going to be more English football based, I guess. Uh, cover sort of the, the main results over the weekend, the latest news headlines. Um, I will put it out there now. We are both Gooners. So, unfortunately, there will be a slight bias towards Arsenal at times. Um, I apologise now, but I'm, I'm not really that sorry. Are you? Nah, we'll, we'll try not to be. So, so it's mainly covering the Premier League and, and we've done a couple of practice runs and we and, and, um, we was quite complimentary on, on Spurs team. So so we do sort of do, say nice things about other clubs, but not too often. No, I mean, yeah, we we've, we sort of spoke about Bale last week and the, the sort of trial run, um, which is live on Spotify now, as well as your, your sort of major podcast providers. Um, predominantly, it's going to be Spotify for us though, so... We will whack the link um, over on our Facebook page uh, and our Instagram, which is at Football Drop Podcast. So give us a like, give us a follow, and uh, keep up to date. We will post things during the week and over the weekend, especially. We'll probably be quite active. You know, get your thoughts over sort of results as and when they're coming in. Um, but generally, you know, news, results, a bit of banter, a couple of games, a couple of quizzes, uh, and just you know, generally just have a laugh and, and have a discussion about anything that's happening. You know, it's kind of the same conversation we're having in the pub, I suppose, isn't it? Pretty much, mate, yeah. Sitting over a Pepsi Max in the pub, 
you know, having a having a nice old chat. We've also got a YouTube channel. We're up for other other ideas. So if you want us on TikTok doing some challenges or stuff like that, we're up for a bit of laughing, mate. We are, so, yeah. Why not? I think during lockdown, I think we've gone a little bit mad. Let's be honest. Um, your hair, your hair is mad, mate. I know your it's like a mop, mad. isn't it? Sorry, listeners, we are on uh, we are on a video chat as well. So we're recording this via Teams. So I apologise for the the crappy sound quality from Will's side. He's playing through speakers onto the mic. Um, once lockdown's actually over, we will probably be sitting there at, at one of our places recording properly, so it's a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, my hair is, uh, it's ridiculous. It's never been this long. It's curly, I can't even see. I'm sort of rocking a, an old school beaver look, I think. At the moment. I've got to do a hair flick and everything. Yeah, mate, you want to get a bowl around that? <laughs> Go back to the 90s, let's do it. Oh, don't. I might, Laura keeps asking about it. She's like, oh, do you want me to cut your hair? I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. Thank you. It's fine. Um, so let's just jump straight. Yeah, let's on. What's that? I said we're not here to talk about hair. No. <laughs> I'm just sitting there pulling it away from my face, and my eyes, so I can actually see my notes on my screen. Um, so let's start with the news, shall we? Main headlines over the weekend. Um, I think the first one is is Rangers, I suppose, isn't it? Rangers, yeah, big win. How'd you feel? What are you thinking? And what are you saying about Celtic having to do the guard of honour in their next game for Rangers to walk out onto? Is I, that mean? I mean, firstly, you've got to give them credit. You know, whatever Stevie G's done up there, whatever people say, it's the you know Scottish Premier League. It's not as competitive as other leagues. You know, admittedly, he will probably say that himself. But if you look at the results he's got, they haven't lost yet. I think they've drawn, was it, four or five games or something all season. I mean, the amount of goals they're banging in is just, it's like training games, isn't it? Let's be honest. So I think fair play to him. First time in, was it 10 years, I think, Celtic won it. Yeah. Um, what is it? Yeah. 10, 10 years, because they, they, they didn't quite get 10 on the bounce, did they, Celtic? No, no, it's nine. Yeah, it's nine. This was their 10th one, wasn't it? That yeah. they uh, basically threw away, but I suppose some argue if you're not a Rangers fan, is it their first one ever? You know, they did get disbanded and and whatever, and went out into administration and started as a new club. Blah 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 blah. Um, I mean, from from my point of view, they're still Rangers, and they they still got that history no matter what. I guess. Yeah, obviously, yeah, completely. Um, Rangers, it's the, t- it's the team, it's the name, still got the fan base, still got the finance, the Ibrox, it's still, it's still Rangers to the court. So, yeah, let's let's not say that. But I saw uh, the stats for the, because you mentioned about the Scottish Premier League. So, I think 54 Rangers have won now. Celtic have won 51 titles. And then you've got, I think it was, was it Aberdeen, Hearts, and another team have all won four each. So that's that's just the, the, the gulf, isn't it? It's just it a is. massive difference in class. We knew it anyway, but that I think gets home a little bit more. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, Aberdeen or haven't won it since Fergie's days there, is they? And you just mm. think, oh, will they ever come back? You know, is it going to be dominated? I mean, they had it in Spain there with Barcelona, Real Madrid, until Atletico sort of come out of the the woodwork and and basically shook the league up. I think. Yeah. The Scottish Premier League probably needs someone to do that, I guess. Completely, yeah. And you've, you've got to, you've got to think that it's going to be someone with money, isn't it? That's what football's all about nowadays. It's going to be someone from, you know, uh, the Arab Emirates or somewhere like that to come in and and buy that team and build them up. But 
it's just, I don't think it attracts the money. That's the you know they're looking at the Prem teams, they're looking at the Liga teams, Syria, PS, you know PSG as an example in uh, Ligue 1. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't think there will be anyone with that sort of type of money to come in and and take a club right up. And, and they're not going to get much back, even if they do, are they? Let's you know, let's be honest. No, probably not. I mean, it's it's so closed off. You know, even if it is, you know, it's huge in Scotland, obviously, but it's not. They've not got the attraction of of what, say, France do, for example. You know, even with PSG, there was still a fairly rich history within French football for PSG, for Monaco, you know, Bordeaux, Marseille, etc. But I think you know, Scotland is they're so close off, such a small country by comparison. It, realistically, it's probably never going to be anything massive. Nothing to be like the Premier League, La Liga. So it's going to be uh, a little bit difficult. Yeah, completely agree. Um, right. But but massive respect for for Stevie G to go there and do that, and um, for Rangers to come up again from you know from the bottom. I remember when they were, you know, they were disbanded and they were trying to get back into the to the lowest division in in you know the Scottish professional football, and they were really mm. struggling. Um, but they managed to obviously get that place and, and worked hard to keep the finances, the structure, and, and move them up the league, uh, the leagues. And now to win that just shows what an achievement they've managed. And Stephen Gerrard, first managerial position, how well has he done? Well, I mean, to, to get that that record, you, he's got to be a, an absolutely quality manager. I mean, his his experience speaks volumes, and kind of goes against the thing of. You know, player ex players don't necessarily make the best managers. So far, so good. I think he's uh, he's done well. So let's see what he can do if, if he stays for next season. See if he can can actually build on that. It's not just sort of a, a, almost a one season wonder, I guess. But there's still a few games. You know, Celtic are probably going to be licking their wounds and have to give them a guard of honour. And you'd hope to have a, a pretty interesting, feisty game, I suppose, at the weekend. Yeah, completely. It'll be it'll be as feisty as that cat. I oh, don't. I'm sorry about that. She's uh, she's a bit clingy, listeners. So apologies for that. Um, let's move on from Rangers. You know, what was that? I just said you can bring your pussy into this. <laughs> let's uh, yeah, let's let's just move swiftly on. Let's not be crude, William. Let's not be crude. Um, the VAR is always going to be coming up every single week. A few dodgy mm-hmm. ones at the weekend. Um, do yeah. you start with the Spuds one? The Spuds one against Fulham. Yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it? So it, it was obviously um, it was one 0 to Tottenham, uh, and ball comes in, um, and, it, and it hits the player on the arm. I can't remember what minute it was in now, but it was it was quite late on. Hits the player on the arm. Fair enough. If his arm wasn't there, it would have hit him on the leg. Um, so you think, that, uh, given the given the benefit of the doubt in the normal world, without VAR, it wouldn't have been a penalty. But um, it, it it is a penalty because the rules state that um, that if it hits any part of the arm. Then it, or, or, or I think it's below the the shoulder, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's below the shirt. Back. Is it the shirt sleeve? I think if it's a short sleeve, I believe. Yeah. So, so, but it hit him on the hand. So it should be handball. Should be a penalty, and you know, could be one-one. Um, and then we saw something similar 
in the Arsenal game, didn't we? We did. Um, let's talk a little bit more about that, purely because um, I think you was watching it as well, wasn't he, at the time? Yeah. You watching the game, so I managed to find a stream. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, legally. Peter's... Oh, legally, of course, of course. Never, he can't elite, can't stream illegally, can he? It's naughty. Sadly, dodgy, but you said it. It's the rule. Finally, can stream the world. <laughs> but so Pepe's in the box. He's cut inside. Tried to go past. Was it Eric Peters? I think wasn't it? Tried to mm-hmm. go past him. This is the first one, not the actual one they reviewed, like properly reviewed. This was the first time we had a sort of double handball whammy. It whacked him on the arm. The first one, you could see it given. Yeah, it it looks as though. I mean, realistically, personally, I wouldn't say that it was a handball. Um, I think Pepe's been too close and he can't react to that. But the second one, he tried to Pepe tried to go around the outside of him, tried to chip the ball across, and all he's done is he just swung with his arm, limp in. It's a handball all day long, stonewall penalty, probably a card for that. Yeah, completely. I mean, um, he, sent the, he sent the guy off for, for when it hit his shoulder, didn't he? So what, yeah, exactly. I mean, he rescinded thing. that in the end. But the first, yeah. the first incident, why? How is that not not a penalty? It it it's ridiculous. I mean, you go back a few games when can't remember who he was playing when David Luiz got the red card, and he got sent off for it, and it was a penalty and whatever. Yeah. You know, you could see it given, but again, it's a little bit unfortunate. So, but this is a stone wall, categorically stone wall penalty. So I just I just don't get it. VAR's checked him. They've gone no. Then the next one, rightly so, they disallowed it and, and rescinded the red card and the penalty. You know, again, Peter's in the thick of it. Again, Pepe's whacked it and it's hit him in the shoulder. You know, mm. that's fair enough. You can't you can't do anything about it. You've got shoulders, it's gonna hit you. But they reviewed that, rescinded it. But you just think, why is our penalty not given? Yeah. Obviously, we're gonna be a lot more bitter and salty about it because it's against our team, but it happens to everyone. You know, everyone has suffered with this at some point, probably this season alone. Yeah, so, sorry. So, I mean, is I mean, we spoke about it off the off air before this, but is VAR beneficial for the game? Is it against the game? You know, everyone called out for it as you said before, and now it's got to the stage where it's like, well, what's the point in having it? Yeah, completely agree, and I think that's a that's a topic of conversation that's going to be coming up, and I think we need to look into that a little bit further. Um, maybe we can cover that off next week. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, There'll probably be more incidents. So we think about that. Yeah, let's let's um, let's let's solve VAR next week and see what what we're doing about what we think about that. Yeah. My thought process is why are Arsenal playing a team like Burnley, <clears> who <throat> last season brilliant, this season you know not so great. We should be beating those players, those 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 teams. Yeah. But um, we're not. And why why are we relying on a penalty call when we should be, be winning those games? We shouldn't have Xhaka in the area trying to play a ball around another player, you know, playing out from the back, and he hits that player and it goes in the net. Freak goal, ridiculous. Yeah, you why, don't do that we... in the box. You know, simple as that. You do not see Man City making those mistakes. You don't see, no. generally, you don't see Chelsea making those mistakes. Liverpool, I mean, we'll, we'll touch on them in a sec. But generally, last season, you've never seen Liverpool doing that. So why why are we deciding that's a great idea? You know, Shaka, to be fair, he shouldn't be calling for the ball in the box. It should be a case of get it upfield, pass it left, pass it right. You don't look in dead centre and go, oh, OK, let's put it right in front of Leno. 
Leno shouldn't really be passing the ball to him. No, surely you just hoof it upfield. You're, you're under a bit of pressure. I think we had the ball in the sort of in our area, or at least in our third, for a good sort of 20, 30 seconds. So you're under a bit of pressure from Burnley. It's three on one. Three Burnley players against Shaka. Why would you be calling for the ball? If in doubt, hoof it out, isn't it? Just get rid of it. Don't don't mess around like that. No, nope. but it just it just sums up Shaka for us. Yeah, he's Fair the nice. last the last what two months or so. A few little errors, but not really led to anything major. And he's been, you know, he's almost improving week on week with us. And then he goes and does this. It's just like an absolute roller coaster. But um, hey ho, that is us. Probably big summer transfer. And see what we can get, I guess. No, I don't think so. I think we'll keep hold of him. I think summer will be quite quiet for Arsenal. Personally. But it's too early to say yet, isn't it? It's yeah, of course early. it is. Exactly. I mean, it's a, it is a shame, but what can we do, eh? What can we do? No, completely. So should we go on to the the, the interesting news, the, the Liverpool situation? Yes. Liverpool's demise, I think I've got written down here. So six losses at home on a bounce. First time in their entire history. Um, it's one of, I think it's one of the worst title defences ever, I believe at the moment, isn't it? Uh, well, actually, Ben, it's funny that you say that because it's not. So Manchester City in 1937, they were the only team to have been relegated the season after winning the league. Man City was that, sorry. Manchester City, yeah, and they did it, and they scored one of the most away, the most goals uh, in that season in uh, the whole league. So that's best goals for. Right, and they still got relegated. So incredible stat that. That's ridiculous. That, yeah. Have you got the uh, the points record on there at all? Of how many they actually had on there well, in my brain? Because obviously that just came straight off the top of my head. I just knew that. Oh, obviously so football that. knowledge, yeah. But, yeah, not written down just, in our notes. No, 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 it's like Wikipedia in there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia. I haven't got the notes on that, no. Okay, fair enough. Um, that's an interesting stat, though. 100% that's interesting. Yes. Um, yeah, well done. Good good little footballing brain you've got there, mate. Well done. Incredible, isn't it? But, yeah, let's, let's go into a little bit of detail about Liverpool, shall we? Because this season, they've not been themselves. Now, can one player make such a difference in Van Dijk? Seems like it, doesn't it? But <clears throat> but they've had a lot of injuries, haven't they? They have, but I did see something, I think it was last week or the week before, and they've not had as many injuries as I think it was City had on their title defence season, and they were doing a lot better than what Liverpool are now. They had a lot more injuries still. I think I think it was United and Chelsea are in there as well, and title defence seasons after, they had more injuries. But is it because they were overly reliant on on Van Dijk and whoever would partner him? You know, I know Gomez was was doing well. Obviously, he's out for the season. Um, I think Hendo's out at the moment as well, isn't he? Hendo's out. Matip is also out. So it, it is kind of leaders within their team. I appreciate that. And obviously, from from our point of view as as Gooners, we don't have any leaders. So I appreciate how difficult that's going to be for them. But surely you've got to have some sort of character and mentality to be able to to drag your team out from this. It is a, it's a huge rut that they've fallen into, but surely there's got to be people in that dressing room. Even if they're not on the pitch, 
There's got to be people in the dressing room at half time saying, come on, guys, what are you doing? Yeah, completely. So so go back a point. Kieran Tierney, future Arsenal captain, leading the team by, by, by a mile. The only player out there with any heart. Anyway, this, this, we said we come away from Arsenal. So yeah, so you keep reverting back. I mean, listeners are going to get <laughs> bored as hell of listening to us waffle on a lot of crap about Arsenal. But yeah, well done, mate. Anyway. So yeah, so Liverpool lost yeah. against Fulham as well. I mean, Liverpool situation, yeah, a lot of injuries. It's, it's, it's diff, slightly different for, for them, I, I feel, anyway, because it is, it, it, like you say, it is those leaders that are missing. Um, But... <laughs> It, it just seems to have affected the whole team. So they've still got that front, front three, um, who, ju- who just aren't firing, aren't firing at all, on, like they were. I mean, Firmino doesn't tend to score a great deal of goals, but he seems to do all of the work and in, in, in setting that up. But yeah. That, that seems to have gone amiss as well in the, in the middle there. And, and you know, like uh, um, the wing-backs coming forward, Robertson and Alexander Trent, it, it's just... Yeah, it's just not, not, not flowing for them at the moment. Six no, it seems. On... Sorry, yeah, I mean, six losses on the bounce at home is is absolutely unheard of for most top top tier teams, anyway. But you're you're right in the sense that you know Trent's not been firing; he's been absolutely shocking. Um, he's had a couple of good games, obviously, like everyone would. But I think it seems as though they're either burnt out as a team because they didn't have a lot of rotation. They had a fairly stable team. They had sort of 16, 17 players that would play regularly including subs and a little bit of rotation but not a lot they haven't they've clearly not got a big enough good enough squad to be able to to keep that sort of sustained pressure going you know Klopp does you can tell he does require a lot of of energy now there's high tempo games all the time they're constantly bombing up and down the pitch especially as you said Robertson and Trent so is it a case of they are burnt out or is it just you know crappy form the players do go through it obviously but it all just seems to have hit at once. I mean, from a neutral, it's absolutely fantastic to watch. You know, you've got to love it. You know, everyone generally was like, okay, they've won it, let's get get rid of them now, whatever. And they're just like, oh, well, we've won, what do we do now? So it's, um, it is interesting to watch, I'm not going to lie. I do enjoy watching them absolutely capitulate every game at the moment. I do, yeah, but yeah, it is, but it's not. It's, it's then you're giving City the lead, aren't you? And and you look at the money they've spent and the, the depth of that team is just absolutely crazy. I think we touched last week on the first team and then like their second team of subs would probably mm. be first second in the league this year. Yeah, probably, uh, near enough. But I mean, so, they lost at the weekend though. 2-0 against United. I don't know if you watched the game, did you? Yeah, I saw, saw the game. Yeah, good performance by United. Seems to be as soon as Solskjaer is is under pressure, he, he ramps it up. I know he does, and he pulls it out of the bag every single time. And I, <laughs> I don't know how he does. I don't know what he says. Does he beg them? Does he say he'll pay him like bonuses? I just, <laughs> I just don't know. But Luke Shaw, absolutely wow. unbelievable the weekend. Did you see his goal? Yeah. Ran from their box all the way up. A little one-two with, I think it's Martial or Rashford on that left side. Still had a bit of work to do. Bottom corner. Done. Yeah. It's, again, it's your left-back leading by example. I don't know if we've spoken about how much I rate Kieran Tierney yet. But, <laughs> yeah. Have you got, I think you've got a bit of a man crush on KT, haven't you? 
<laughs> You've definitely got a bit of a man crush on him. So, Kieran Tierney, if you're listening, get in touch, mate. We've got a man for you. He's very interested. We want to have a, we want to have a word with him. We also want to have a word with a referee ready for our VAR session next week. So, you know, Mike Dean, if you're listening, get in touch. Dean, what's the what's the Italian rest name? Is it Gianluigi? Colina. Colina, that's it. If you're listening, my friend, yeah. please get in touch. You are the legendary referee. Everyone will oh, uh, will, will recognise him from the FIFA games a few, well, say a few years ago. Is it 10, 15 years ago now, I think, that one? Yeah, no, mate, that's a trouble. Oh, no, 29 um, years old, Christ. Where does, the, uh, where does the buck stop with Liverpool then? Does Klopp lose his job or do, do they give him more time? He's got to be under pressure. Surely he's got to be under pressure now. I think they're eighth or seventh or eighth or ninth or something on the table at the moment. That is, I mean, it's terrible form for them. He has, he's had years to build it up, but I think he's got a few years of success bringing a couple of trophies, bringing the league. I think personally advise him at least another season to give it a go. Mm. Um, but, you know, you've, you've got to think he's, he's got to be under pressure a little bit. What's your feeling, hasn't he? The buck always stops with the manager, doesn't it? And in a club like Liverpool, they're not they're not too backwards in coming forward when it comes to sacking a manager. They obviously haven't needed to do that for a while because he's been so so excellent. Mm. Um, yeah, so so I think he'll be feeling the pressure, but I don't think he'll be too worried. And I think he's got the skill to get him out of it. And um, I, I just I just do sort of worry that if they continue. And they don't get themselves back up into that European spot. You know, will the Liverpool owners just be thinking we might have to hedge our bets here and get rid and try and get somebody else in? But who do they get in? Where do they get that quality from? Well, exactly. You think what top managers are around at the moment? I can't. I can't think of one. Can't, can't think, think of one. Them. Not since West Brom snapped up Big Sam, anyway. Well, yeah, Big Sam will lead them to glory, wouldn't they? Roy Hodgson could have another little bash at it, couldn't they, if, he, if need be? You know, he, he did it yeah. for, was it less than a year, I think, wasn't it? So he could always drag he's them doing, out of it. He's doing well down at Palace, obviously had a big loss at the weekend, but he seems to be relatively consistent down there. Yeah, he's doing all right. How old is he now? He's got to be 78 or so now, 75. I, I know he's the oldest yeah. manager in the league. But yeah. Yeah, he's getting a bit, isn't he? I, big sure Roy to the rescue. Yeah. Outside the Emirates, you know, the one that thought I was, what, 60, I think you told him when he went to ticket the box. Honestly, that's probably one of the best highlights of going to a game with you ever, I think. Just watching that kid go and circle, get ready to circle it was, oh, it's just made my day, made my night. I think we lost that night. Was that the Olympiacos night? I think it was. I think that was the last match we went to before the COVID uh, pandemic shut everything. And I, and I do feel, actually, we need to explain this story a little bit more because we've just started talking about a kid outside of the Emirates that we were talking to randomly. And that's dodgy. We can't <laughs> ever listen to that. Especially <laughs> not with your haircut. <laughs> wow. Dropping the haircut bomb again. Cheers, mate. Go on then. For that, you can explain it. Sorry, listeners. Right. You are listening to this idiot <laughs> rattle on a load of nonsense yet again. So we're outside the Emirates and this kid comes out. He must be, I say a kid, he's probably a teenager, and he says he's doing a survey for the 
for the local school, uh, I think it was. And he's and he starts asking us about how we got here. It sounds like a scene from in between, doesn't it? He's, he's asking us. It wasn't how we far got off, here. was it? A bit fair. One of the questions was how old are you are, and there's a, there's age ranges. So being a young man myself, thirty years old, <laughs> maybe, maybe slightly older now, but back then I was thirty. And he, ben, ben kindly told him that I was, what, 45 to 50? <laughs> I think it was. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, and then went to tick the box. <laughs> I was just so offended. How can you? How can you look at me, my youthful looks, and think, yeah, fifty? I'll go with that. <laughs> well, I mean, you you got to think about it. If your hair hair is like yours, receding back slightly, a few greys popping up around the side, you, it, it's believable, mate. It's believable. It's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, he believes it. It's living proof outside the Emirates that night. Like that is that. I know, and, and obviously I've never forgotten it because we're still reliving that. Yeah, like, clearly it's cut deep. Clearly it's cut deep. So I, I do have to apologise. Um, let's move on to the Premier League results over the weekend, shall we? Let's do it. So the first game of the weekend, uh, I believe, it was us against Burnley. So that was a one-all draw. Uh, we won't go into too much detail, but was it a shock? Or did you expect a, a result like that? I expected, I expected a win. If you look at the, the position we're in in the table, I, I expected three points from that from that team. Yeah, me too. When see William in the team, I must be honest, he had an okay game uh, midweek, but no, just not doing it for me. No, same. I expected us to win that one. Uh, I must say, so disappointing result there. Uh, Southampton, Sheffield United, 2-0 to Southampton on that one. Yeah, yeah, that's expected, isn't it? Sheffield United are not the team they were last year. I'm going to hedge my bets and say they will finish rock bottom this season. Yeah, it Um, does look that way, doesn't it? I think they're fighting with West Brom for 19th, aren't they? So, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I think that's uh, the writing's on the wall, I think, for them, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I think West Brom will go down as well, to be honest. Yeah, Big Sam's he's not pulling it out of the bag as much. They've had a few results, but they're they're still losing, you know, pretty regularly, aren't they, let's be honest. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. So Southampton we we both thought they'd probably probably win comfortably. Uh Villa Wolves, that was a bore draw. It was a bore draw. It's it's the Midland Derby, isn't it? Um you expect that to be a bit more a bit fiery, a few more goals. Um but I think to be honest, for both teams 
it was about the right result, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I could have seen Villa probably nicking it, probably getting a goal. They look most likely, yeah. Uh, but Wolves, I mean, they 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 can pull it out of the bag as and when they want to. So uh, yeah, I can kind of see it. But Brighton and Leicester, two one to Leicester in the end. Well, she Good thought, result right. Leicester, they, yeah. I think they needed win, didn't they? They dropped a few points. They needed that win. Yeah, they had a, a dodgy week last week, didn't they? They had they got knocked out of the Europa League by Shakhtar Donetsk, I think it was, or Dinamo something, I don't know. Obviously, then the loss to us as well. So I suppose they're back to winning ways. They're still up there. Probably, probably going to finish at least in the Europa League places, maybe Champions League still. Yeah, well, yeah. If we're going for predictions, I think I think Leicester will get Champions League spot. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you can see it, but they do seem to falter towards the end of each season. So it'll be interesting to we'll keep an eye on their results a little bit closely and, and see what happens with them. Uh, West Brom Newcastle a nil nil draw. I don't really know what I expected from that. I didn't expect a goal fest to be honest. Not a goal fest, no, but it's one of those ones where the, you're at the bottom of the table. Newcastle are in that scrap, um, without a doubt, along with Brighton. So, so you would think that that's a bit of a six-pointer for Newcastle. And with the players they've got, I'm quite surprised. I remember beginning of the season, me and you were reviewing the league and the, the, the teams, and we both we both sort of picked out Everton and Newcastle as, as two um, potentially sort of Teams that are going to do better than we expected. Yeah, the um, wild cards, weren't they? Said, we, yeah, that's the probably better word mm. to use. And we both said that we thought that Newcastle would do better. Well, I think that goes to prove just how wrong we were. <laughs> Very yeah. much so. Very much so. I mean, it just shows so how much. little we know about football. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're doing, mate. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got a clue, listeners, so apologies for that. Um, yes, keep listening. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please give us a like, subscribe, listen every week, share it, tweet it, whatever. Um, yeah, Liverpool, like, Fulham, we I'm... touched on that. Probably one of the biggest upsets of the season so far, I would guess. Oh, completely. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> yeah. play to Fulham. Scott Parker. They needed those points, didn't they? they Scott Parker's been out of the bag. They needed the points. He's doing well. They beat, they beat Liverpool. I, I, I hope. They do get they do get out because I think they're one of those Premier League teams, aren't they? That you like to see them. Yeah, I think it's it's nice to see the smaller London clubs up there as well. Like I was gutted when Bournemouth got relegated, to be honest. You know, the writing was on the wall for a few seasons with them, but seeing those small clubs come up, I was quite gutted about that. It's only pulling signs on the video, mate. It's, it's just rude, isn't it? <laughs> You said the smaller London clubs and then started talking about Bournemouth. Well, yeah, they're not a small London club. I was just saying smaller clubs and then going on to small clubs. Don't look. Let's just move on. Just move on. We've spoken about Tottenham. We don't need to talk about smaller London clubs anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry, Spuds. Sorry, all the fans of Spuds. <laughs> um, talking about them, though, they, they did have a good result. Let's be fair to them. Kane double, Bale double, 4-1 against Palace. And uh, yeah, that's all, that's all about Tottenham this week. And uh, moving on, so Man City nil, Man United two. Obviously, we touched on that. Bit of an upset, I think, personally, especially in the form City was in. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. It was a massive upset, but you know, Man United played 
the right way. They, they put out the right team. Yeah, right exactly. They they yeah, set up. Good, good result, man. It looked, uh, yeah, they looked pretty decent. It looked as though they've uh, saved Ollie for another week or two. Um, the Chelsea score, as of now, was it twenty past eight now on Monday? Uh, so they have finished two 0 against Everton. Wait, I suppose. I mean, from from my perspective, I, I kind of assume they would win. Uh, they've not lost under Tuchel yet, have they? Not last under, not last under him. Doing very well. I, I felt sorry for Big Frank. Um, to, to lose his job like that. But, but mm. it, does, yeah. it does look like it's, it's turning into the right result. They're up into fourth place with that with that win. Um, obviously, uh, West Ham are playing at the moment. That's nil-nil. Um, but I think the top four that it is now, if we're going on predictions, will be probably the way it finishes. So City in top, United in second, Leicester in third, and, Chel- and Chelsea in fourth. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you on that one. Yeah, you've got Everton and Tottenham a little bit further back. Then again, you've got West Ham as a dark horse at the moment. If they win their game tonight, they're up to fifth. So they'll be two points ahead of Everton and be two points behind Chelsea with a game in hand still. So I think West Ham are turning into the Newcastle of our predictions, I think, aren't they? Basically, yeah. So again, proving how wrong we are. Of course. West Ham. Their season so far has been incredible, absolutely incredible. And I, I don't think they'll get Champions League personally, but if they get Europa, then that's that's just as that's got to be just as good for them, boys. You think? But I suppose does the Europa League curse then come into it? Because they don't have a, a huge squad. It's not massively, you know, deep in terms of quality. They will have to spend quite a lot of money getting some some sort of second. It's, not second string players, but kind of fringe players coming in and squad players to be able to rotate that. And is that going to be then detrimental to the Premier League team for them? That's the only worry in teams like that. that. Interesting you say that, because you look at Sheffield United. Mm -hmm. And um, who's the other one that I was just thinking of? Burnley. Right. Both had both had similar. They were both in the Europa, weren't they? Um, both had similar sort of curses. They were, yeah. You're right. So I think it um, could. I, I just do. You just get that sort of horrible sinking feeling for them that it, that could be detrimental for them, and they could then struggle next season potentially. But again, Moyes has done such a good job. Are the owners going to back him to get a few a few more signings? It's on Thomas Suchek was, you know, it, it's deemed to be an incredible bit of business now, isn't it? Yeah, that's an interesting point you raise. I think we could put that on the notes and uh, have a bit of a re- research and discussion into that and see if that's a good point because I think you've hit, hit the nail on the head there. Maybe that's what could happen. That's what's happened and what could happen with, with West Ham. Yeah, I've written that down. So we'll, we can discuss that next week. Um. Another major point is Arsene Wenger's proposed new offside rule. I don't know, have you read into that at all? I have, mate, yeah. I thought that was quite interesting, actually. I mean, obviously, Sir Arsene Wenger, whatever he says, does go. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I'm not sure I agree with him. Well, they're trialling it out in the Chinese (laughs) league, aren't they? Yeah, I think it's like Chinese Division 4 league or something ridiculous. FIFA has signed off as a bit of a trial. 
Um, I think it's this season. I think their season starts in March or something like that until December. Same as sort of the MLS style. So I think they're trialling that to see how it goes. So I don't know if listeners, you've read it or kind of heard anything about it at all. Um, essentially, the, the proposed new rule is any part of the attacking player, if as long as part of their body is behind the last defender, they're onside. So everything is geared to essentially screw the defender over and favour the attacking player. Um, oh, from, from my point of view, I get it. It's nice to have a change. And it is nice to see more attacking football. It's, it's more entertaining for the fans. You know, we don't get those, those sort of old-school Chelsea 1-0 wins um, anymore, like parking the bus tactics once you score in the first 10 minutes. So it is kind of lenient, I guess, towards the attackers a bit more. But it just seems like they're stitching the defenders right up now, don't you think? I think, yeah, that changes the whole game, doesn't it? That rule changes the whole game. So you're going to have a more of a parking of the bus. You might even bring that sweeper role back in because you're going to need those sorts of players to be further back in the behind behind the line almost. So, yeah. so you're going to they're going to back themselves up. The offside rule is going to basically a bit sorry. The offside trap is basically going to be non-existent. So do so do mm. you then in turn make that the teams more defensively because of that? Because they've got to try and counteract that um, that offside rule and yeah. those players getting ahead of them. Yeah, I suppose does that then kind of sign off the end of the the big, you know, old school hulky defenders? Because you're going to need to be more agile to beat the offside trap to stop that that player. So you're going to need to be quicker on your feet to be able to step forward as the ball's played. So the attacking opposition's offside. Or to be able to get behind, and as you said, act as the sweeper and clear your lines. You're going to need to be quicker. So the old school defenders of, of sort of Rio and John Terry, where they wasn't necessarily known for their speed, but they were able to read a game absolutely perfectly. So they can they all you know sniff out danger, as they say. So is, does that kind of spell the end of them? Maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, but you're still going to need someone to get their head on it. Maybe you start looking at more of a Mertesacker Koscielny type relationship where you've got you you've got yeah. one big lump and one one quick guy potentially. Yeah, I suppose it could potentially change the entire sort of common uh, team dynamic within the Prem again, you know, or worldwide really. But would you then start playing with three at the back again and then having your, your sort of wing backs? But essentially, it would probably be a back five with. Yeah, as you said, a sweeper just behind the back four. Does that then negate as a sort of central defensive midfielder? Does that get rid of a, a playmaker to be able to bring that person further back on the pitch? You know, there's so many different ways you can then set up. Mm. Or if you keep a back four, and then you've got there's always going to be a gap in behind, then isn't there? So if you get a quick player coming in, you're absolutely knackered. Uh, yeah, attacking attacking with that. So so leaving sort of the defence behind a little bit, attacking that is going to be great, isn't it? You can play off the shoulder and, and you only have to have like your little toe. And, and you know, VAR, if you've got your little toe on side, that's on side. It's on so side, you can, yeah. You can, get, you can get your balls, get forward to get on top of that, that ball and, and bang it in the back of the net, hopefully. But I just wonder if it's going to have that counteracting... Um, 
thing of does it make it more defensive? That's my worry for that. But I suppose we'll find out. Everyone is obviously going to be glued to that Division 4 Chinese league, watching every single game, streaming them legally. Yeah, do you know what? I'm, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I've, I've always been a big fan of Chinese football. So any Chinese fans, hello, welcome. But, I mean, let's be honest, no one's going to look at it. You're only going to read articles from those crappy fan pages, making up a load of rubbish, seeing this, seeing that. FIFA aren't ever going to report properly on it. There's always going to be some sort of corruption, isn't there? Let's be honest. <laughs> it's dodgy as FIFA. FIFA, mate. Ridiculous. Have been corrupt before in life. <laughs> Set blatter. No. <laughs> I, think, I think there will be a report into it. I think it will be interesting, but I do worry that it, it won't have the desired effect. Yeah, I think you. I think you're probably right there. I think you're probably right, but it's an interesting theory. It's it's pretty radical. Um, so that's, that's the type of thinking that it needs, isn't it? I think there needs to be a change, especially with the the introduction of VAR into football now. I think there needs to be that that change of emphasis and what the future looks like. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it is a completely new era of football now. Um, I think VAR changed that for the, the better or for the worse. We'll only wait and see. Um, but again, we'll, we'll touch on VAR a bit more in depth next week. Uh, obviously, we can review a couple of sort of key decisions probably this season. Um, and we try and hopefully, if, if you listeners can can drop us a message on our, our Facebook page, on the, the Instagram, uh, even on YouTube if you want, once we've uploaded this as well. Um, and just give us your thoughts on VAR, anything you want us to sort of touch on. And um, we've kind of obviously reviewed that over the weekend and, and get some stuff together for, for next Monday. Um, That's the football drop. The that football is drop. the football drop. Bosh. Football drop. At football drop. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Have a listen. Tell us what you think. Give us some feedback. Even if give it's your, bad. Give us your information on VAR. Football drop. Yeah, at football drop. Uh, predictions next weekend. Let's make this a feature every week, shall we? Let's do some predictions. Each game, so I've got the cat again. Go away. So, predictions for the matches I'll jot them down and then we'll review it week on week. Shall we? Six. So, are we starting from tomorrow night or are we starting from the end? No, we'll weekend? do we'll do from the weekend. Yeah, we'll do from the weekend. So, Friday game. Friday game. I've got them up here. So, Newcastle against Villa. What are we looking at? Villa. Newcastle, oh, okay. Villa. So Newcastle, Villa. Villa are obviously the form team in that. Newcastle need the points, so I think I'm going to go for a one-nil Villa. A one-nil Villa. Okay, so I'm just going to jot these down. So you reckon nil-one? Uh, I'm going to go for a two-nil Villa. I reckon they'll get a couple of goals. Yeah, that's what I reckon. Uh, Leeds Chelsea is the twelve thirty kickoff on a Saturday. The early one, Chelsea obviously. Oh, I was going to say Chelsea playing tonight, but Leeds are playing tonight as well. So that, that's really sort of not a point. Um, <laughs> well done, Will. Well done, my friend. Yeah. Yes, mate. On the ball tonight. On the ball. Live. Pepsi Max in hand. Pepsi Max. So, uh, I might need to get another one too. I'm running out. I think I'm going to go for a Chelsea win in that one. I think I'm going to go for a two-nil Chelsea. A two-nil Chelsea. I'm four. <laughs> 
I wish I could see what the uh, results for Leeds is going to be tonight, but we're, we're recording a bit too early here. Um, I'm going to go for a, a 2-1 Chelsea. I think Leeds yeah. will get a goal. But you just don't know with Leeds what they're going to come up with here. They could, they could bang in four, couldn't they? Who knows? Oh, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But hey-ho. Right, next one is Palace against West Brom. And that, oh, I, I would say that's at Palace, it's at home, it doesn't make a difference these days, does it? So, <laughs> I'm going to go for a big Sam there, I'm going to say he's going to come out on top. A big Sam? Uh, what, 1-0? 1-0, yeah. 1-0, okay, I'm going to go against you completely there, I'm going to go for 2-0 Palace. I think they've done well, they've had a, a pretty decent season, just coming back off a, a pretty heavy loss, I think they'll come out all guns blazing. So there we go. Uh, Everton versus Burnley. Everton, Burnley, Everton at home. They're flying. Um, well, apart from losing, but yeah. Other than, yeah. They have been flying. Um, comparison to Burnley, but Burnley got a good result at the weekend. I'm slightly cheated. Um, so I'm going to say Everton in that 2 1. 2 1, Everton. Uh, I'm going to go for 2-0 Everton. Burnley have struggled to score goals, generally speaking. So, Fulham versus City. I think we can both agree what way that's going to go. City are going to come out, aren't they? They're going to come out. Of course they are. I do I feel for Fulham. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's going to be a 4-0 City. A 4-0. Uh, I I reckon a three 0 to City on that one. I think Fulham is still going to be a little bit buoyed by the weekend results against Liverpool. I think they'll put up a bit of a fight, but I think City will be too much for them. As soon as they get going, it's they're just ridiculous, aren't they? Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, next, Southampton against Brighton. Southampton, Brighton. I'm going to go for a, sco- uh, a scoreless draw, board draw, board draw. I can, I'm going to go for. A 2-1 Brighton. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I think Brighton, they, they do need the points. Southampton haven't been in great form. They're a bit hot and cold, so that's a bit of a rogue one there. Uh, Leicester against Sheffield United. Fortunately, I can only see that going for three points for Leicester, and I think they'll get a couple, so we'll call it 2-0. 2-0. Yeah, I'm going to go for a 3-0, that one, to Leicester. Just to be different to you, but I'll probably think it's going to be a 2 0, but I can't do the same one. So, no, <laughs> um, next game, mate. The, next game. Right. I will skip this and go back at the end because we're probably going to run out of time here because we want to keep it under an hour. So, United against West Ham. United West Ham, I'm going to go for a United win 2 0. 2 0. Um, I'm going to go for 1 0 United because West Ham on form at the moment. So, uh, Wolves against Liverpool. I'm going to call that another draw, 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one draw. Um, I'm going to go for a 2-0 to Liverpool on that one because they're away from home, so, you know. Um, yeah. Let's let's finish on a, a bit of a, an interesting one. One of our biggest games of the season. It is the North London Derby. The North London North Derby. North London wow. Derby. What's I thought? Thought? So, the Emirates, so the atmosphere would be very similar. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, yeah, we might as well just be there or not. Makes no difference. Um, I can't, I can't form goes out the window, doesn't it? Local derbies, yeah, form goes out the window. Go on. I'm worried about Tottenham. I'm worried because they've scored a lot of goals uh, recently, but I can't, I can't go against Arsenal. So I think we're going to scrape by with a 1-0. A 1-0, yeah. I can't yeah. give them more than that. I can't give them any more than that. No. Yeah, it's a hard one. And, I mean, the... the yeah, the, the gooner in me says that we'll win. I gut feeling is a draw. Uh, I'm going to go 2 1. I don't see him not scoring against us with Bale and Kane. And but, Son. Yeah, and Son. Yeah. Son always bangs a golden against us. He does. Yeah, I hate it. Kane always scores. So who knows? Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to go for us. I think we, we might put it out the bag. We do seem, I mean, generally speaking, we play good football at the moment. We've made some stupid mistakes. Pardon? Against the top six, we do okay. Like the big Recently we have, yeah. Recently we have. So, yeah, I'm going to go 2-1. So I'll jot these down for the weekend and uh, we'll review uh, We'll review next next week. The only one we may miss out on is the Wolves-Liverpool game because that's Monday 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, yeah. yeah, so we, we may miss out on that slightly, but we, we can we can see, can't we? Depends how long it takes us to record. 7.30 on a Monday, ready for release on a Tuesday. So everyone will have their football drop podcast fix on the Tuesday. Get that on. Go for a run. Go for, a, you know, if you're on a drive, get your phone on. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Football drop podcast. Have a little listen. We can be quite funny. We, we can be when we want to be. I mean, it's not, not tonight. <laughs> it's just too many inside jokes that people just don't get it. But you'll you'll yeah, grow to like us. You will learn what we're like. You'll be part of the family one day, and you'll be, be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember when Ben and Will went to the Emirates and said that. that yeah, I, I remember that, that that kid ripping the shit out of Will, saying he's an old bastard. I remember that yeah. very well, mate. Very well. I remember that. Yeah. You- <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I think, listeners, we're, we're kind of done here now. Um, but as Will said, every week we'll be recording, every Monday night, maybe a Sunday night, depending on, on time schedules and stuff. But it will be released every Tuesday, hopefully sort of mid-afternoon, late afternoon, um, up and ready so you can listen at any time. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on uh, Instagram, at Podcast. Follow us on Facebook. And obviously on YouTube as well. We'll upload that at the same time it goes live on Spotify. Um, but I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for your time. How's it gone for you, Will? That was all right, mate. Yeah, we're doing. A, we've, done, we've done all right. It's good, good for like the first proper one. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying it. I, I hope we get some feedback. I hope people, you know, write into us, tell us what was crap, what was good, what was not good. So don't don't slate it all. Tell us a little little nice thing, you know. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. you mate. Uh, Molly Coddle. What about you? Cool. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. It's a little bit, uh, it's just always a bit awkward talking into a, a, a screen, really. But it'd be nicer once uh, the COVID rules relinqu- um, relinquish it a little bit so we can actually have a few beers and, and actually talk about it properly face to face. And hopefully the recording sound will be a little bit better, won't it? So, happy yeah, well, you days. sound amazing. You sound absolutely amazing. I know. Sorry, listeners. You actually have to listen to my absolutely horrible voice all the time. Just hear Will being properly deep all the time through a, a microphone so yeah just a mumble just a mumble 
Cool. Well, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Take care. Cheers, mate. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.